Potheads, and welcome to the League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. Today we're talking about the Redeemer, Senna, who was released November 10th, 2019. I feel kind of bad. I've been like dreading recording this episode today because <laughs> I just, I don't know if I have it in me to talk about the fucking ruination one more time. I know. It's <laughs> such I, a big part of it. I know. I know. I was going to say like, there should be a huge fucking like warning at the start of this. It's like, I didn't go back to like Rise of the Sentinels. I don't have it. Like, I don't have it in me right no. now. Maybe. No. This I is, did, guys. I know you but, did, John. But I'm not going to be going Magicus. too deep into it, you know? <laughs> We're just gonna we're gonna do some real skimming. This is was, one of those times when us doing it alphabetically is just a bad idea. The good idea would have been doing it all, just all of getting the, it all out of the way at once. The, the, the ruination itself, on it, I feel bad because I don't think the story itself is bad. But at this point, we've really beaten this horse dead mm-hmm. and gone. It's come back out of Thresh's lantern. We beat it again. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's fully dead, and there was really nothing new in reading Senna's lore that we haven't already gone over, so it was just a little exhausting. <laughs> and I oh, like yeah. Senna. I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe like when we do Yorick, after we've done Yorick, I'm, I have it in me to do one more like revisit on Rise of the Sentinels and really come to grips with it all. Um, <laughs> That'll be... Do it. It'll be like where we all have gone through it so much that we're all like, is Rise of the Sentinels Was it good? good? You know? Was it good? <laughs> York's a while away, so maybe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome type. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, linked on the page, she just has a bio, two short stories, and a video, although it's not her release trailer or her release teaser. <laughs> it is. I don't remember. Not I can't it, remember really. which video. No, she's not. She's it's really not, not one that she's it. in. It's super weird. She has so many canon so cinematics. Many yeah. <laughs> None of which are on her they site. There. Well, they can't put anything related to Rise of the Sentinels anywhere if they can help it. Like, <laughs> Legally. The one thing they, <laughs> that's why they don't update Universe, because they're just worried that some Rise of the Sentinels is going to get in there. Sometime. Right? It's going to sneak in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, All right. Her bio? Uh, yeah. Oh, what's, what's, she what's, sound like? What's Senna sound like? I actually play Senna quite a bit, and I always do, like, the high noon skins. <laughs> She's got such a hard voice to imitate. Cause it's like she such does. Like, it's like it's it's like definitely my kind of voice, you know. Like it's mm-hmm. like that 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 like uh, Emma Stone style uh, growl to it every mm. time she says shit. Oh, kind of kind of coarse, kind of yeah. yeah so you you like the voice, is what yeah, you're saying. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, I, I thought you were saying this like, oh, I can nail this. I was like, that's oh, what I thought. No, I was like, absolutely done. not. I, John. Absolutely <laughs> cannot. I'll try, but your voice is so much higher than Senna's. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to rip on you. That was just the truth. Just she's a got real, a deep voice. She's got a deep voice, and I, I, I don't have one of them. No, me neither. God, I was trying to look up You're some of her. I got one. Okay, good. Um, there's a whole lot of ugly in my sights. Ooh, I got a frog in my throat as I started. Doing. <laughs> that could help. Well, I'm sticking know. with it. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> That's my attempt. That was good. I call the first quote. You can do the second one. I I I cannot think of her voice. This is wild. I don't know what she sounds like. 
Pictures, you know what? Then just um, guess. Yeah. <laughs> do, do an Emma Stone. God, now I <laughs> Emma Stone, huh? What does Emma Stone sound like? Just, like, just do a Senna. She sounds like Senna. Do oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do a Senna. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the terror that bottles in the night. Huh. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> That was like three different imitations. Almost. I honestly, I do play Seta. I just never heard her. I guess. I swear. I know I her laugh because I, I spam that a lot. Uh, all right. Um, horsey. What? I can like horses. I can like things. Good. That was good. I had to like bring Solid. my voice down a little bit. Uh huh. I yeah. know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this hurt probably. <laughs> I'm just Strong like all I could think about is like her yelling when she ults. That was like all I could think about. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Like the true damage one where she says like we're running this or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we're like running she- this world. Yeah, yeah, I hear that all the time, and I was thinking that as all I could think about with her voice, and I'm like, oh, uh, that's not what she should have done. It just that yeehaw. <laughs> she does that when you ult with the high noon skin. <laughs> Because that's like, I think I have the voices down pretty low, but she's like yelling when you ult. So I feel like that's the only reason why that sticks out to me. Mm. Comes out nice I feel like I always normal. imagine her voice from the cinematics most since I don't mm. play her, but I like remember her voice from like the Ruination cinematic. Yeah, I can mm. see that. Yeah. So we want to do the bio. What have you done to this thing? <laughs> It almost when you do it, it's almost that, like a stoner I'm... voice. Like, what have you done to this thing? <laughs> You're kind of breathy. I don't know. There's something about it. I can't do it, but let me make it clear. I think she's got a hella sexy voice. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what have I done to that thing, Senna? You want to see? <laughs> That makes fucking <laughs> Lucian's next line seem way. Oh, what does he say after that? I don't remember. You'll have it fixed before Mudtown. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Stop. Stop right now. Stop that thought. You're disgusting. <laughs> Mud Town tonight. <laughs> I'm like sweating now. I was cold. I was like, I'll wear a sweater for the. <laughs> Senna was a normal girl. <laughs> uh, she was a normal girl on some island somewhere. I could not figure out where she was from. Some fucking island. <laughs> some fucking island. She's outside of Demacia, but not Demacian. Is, is how it was described. I know. They say that she's from just Runeterra on yeah, like her page, which I hate. <laughs> which I fucking hate. I fucking hate it. Senna was a normal girl on some island somewhere. Uh, wreckage from uh, harrowing washed up on shore one day. And when Senna went to check it out, it came to life. I don't know. It lit, lit up in her face. and This 
raises all sorts so of questions many, I'm genu- for me. I'm so confused. I had to go back and forth on this bio like eight times and be like, wait, yeah. hang on. <laughs> I was like, am I too dumb or is just... <laughs> I'm yeah. not sure. Anyway, the mist uh, started attacking the island a lot. They sur- Don't know why. Weird. <laughs> they survived because of a sentinel who lived nearby. I'm guessing Urias. Uri- Urias? Is that how we say his name? That sounds good to me. Okay. Yeah. Urias. 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 We have this, probably had this exact yeah. fucking conversation during Lucian's episode. I also remember what terrible joke we, we ended up coming up with, and I can't. <laughs> I'm sure we'll come up with it again and not remember that it's the same <laughs> terrible joke. Because <laughs> that sounds like us. Anyway, Senna came to realize that she was cursed. Don't know why. So weird. And the miss was drawn to her specifically. This is a. Uh, when she mentions your eyes by name a sentinel and lucian's papa <clears throat> he wanted to figure out uh why the miss was hunting senna because for some reason she didn't tell him this weird shit washed up on shore once and i touched it and it glowed life and <laughs> immediately afterwards the mist started hunting me but whatever anyway uh he also wanted to train her so she could survive the mist as well so senna really couldn't go anywhere because the mist always followed her they'd like go to a town and then everyone would die the next day <laughs> super rude uh, <laughs> yeah even uh urias was killed eventually and senna went to demacia to tell his family of his passing really just lucian that's how she meets him who in uh that he go with her she eventually trained him to fight with sentinel weapons and then they fell in love mm. and then lucian's new goal became finding out why senna was cursed i i can't imagine why the fight with Thresh happens <laughs> where Sun is killed, taken off the lantern, and then she she's kind of just exploring the lantern now for, for a few years here. She learned the origin of her curse. Um, she was inf- infected with life, is how they phrase it. I think I actually put the, the quote, Senna was infected with life when she touched the harrowing wreckage. I don't know you what just- that means. It means she's infected <laughs> with life. Right. I'm so the confused. War- yeah. Um. Anyway, they said she was touched by a powerful lingering soul. Isold? Is that what they're saying? Yeah. That she was just yeah. floating around in the ocean for a while? One of the many fractured One pieces of her soul. One of the fractured pieces of her soul. It was weird. Anyway, anyway uh, she can use this to pull the mist into herself and free the souls from Thresh's grasp. So when Lucian struck Thresh's lantern years later with his broken gun, Senna escaped within the mist, dead, but also not. She's got cool, like, wraith powers and stuff now. And she can use the mist to fight. Cool. Uh, which is great, because she's got a job to do. She needs to find the Ruin King. Mm-hmm. Whoever that is. And, and destroy him. <laughs> That's our bio ends. <laughs> they, they didn't update that. <laughs> well... That's what I'm saying. They don't want any Rise of the Sentinel shit in there. <laughs> Maybe we can just pretend that she never found V8 or whoever the Ruin King is. Who yeah, the Ruin King. The Pale Lady. Um, yeah, again, not much new here except for the whole harrowing thing washing up on the island. I'm still very... So that's a lot of weird ramifications that I don't feel are ever explored again. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the mist from the harrowing can just fucking hitchhike on boats. <laughs> And then just strike wherever the fuck the boats take it. What? Since yeah. when? <laughs> That's a good point. I I like that idea that you would have kind of like flotsam that would kind of like fuck up anything that's in. Mm. Because it depends on like how the um the, the the ocean what do they call them the like the 
you know the way the water goes the water currents there's like a name for them the streams i don't know like, <laughs> the, like the gulf stream the doldrums or whatever i don't know that, that's a word i don't know what it means but probably like, has something to do with water <laughs> I guess it like the idea that like northeastern, like east, the eastern coast of Freljord could have Shadow Isle stuff showing up because like it takes the mm. wreckage up north or something could be cool. But yeah, yeah. the whole Isolde thing is fucking. It's like you said, it's very confusing because they 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 really beat around the bush and you don't yeah yeah you don't get the details till you read Redeemed and that kind of mm. it's like okay I get it now yeah yeah so uh. <laughs> There was a there was a line in her bio too when you know before she learned to let other people in where she would it said she learned to keep others at a gun's length. Oh yeah, that made but me cringe. Remember it at <laughs> remember at this point she doesn't have her big old gun. She's got a tiny little pistol. So that's actually not, not really close. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> pretty close. By. I didn't think about so that. Kind of your about arm that. is way longer than your gun. So <laughs> keep them at an arm's length. <laughs> Man. Also, yeah. I feel like they really yada yada over Earth, 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 <laughs> yeah, also, I mean that's uh, something that like. Oh, go ahead. Well, I mean, as you were going through the bio, Rebecca, it made me think. You know, you could have played up an angle of like, do you think Cena feels guilty about Uriah's dying? Because she kind of carries this. She's like a, got a big homing beacon on her, right? So wherever mm-hmm. she goes, she puts people in danger, and that seems to be something that she thinks about. That's why she keeps people out because I don't want them to get hurt. And now Uriah's is dead. <laughs> I feel like you feel some guilt about that. I don't know. I think so because I think it mentioned that like. They they mentioned there that she she didn't let many people in, and then after Urias died, even less. Oh, so I mean, that, I feel like I mean fair. I don't know that they're they're telling us that, but then almost immediately she was like, "Well, I guess his son." Is well, look at him. <laughs> <laughs> she, she describes him as being full of humor and love, which, for the record, full full of humor. Our Lucian, <laughs> our boy. Man. I don't remember. Where's all that been hiding? I feel like I remember with one of Lucian's short stories, we also had like had wished that Urias's death was more of a part of it. I feel like with both of these characters now, he's really like he's why they've met and he seems like kind of a big deal and Lucian's relationship with him was interesting because he so desperately wanted to train with his father who refused to train him and then yeah so that's all fun and interesting but then they don't really they don't they were just like well he he died (laughs) Died. I don't know you're completely right it's it's a little weird I feel like you why, why not just make like Cinna a member of like like one of her parents is the a sentinel, and that's how she can like knew all this shit. And then tragedy happened because she's a league champion, so her parents are gonna <laughs> fucking die, right? Not you know? anymore. Then, not these days. Some of them are living now. <laughs> that is true. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, it's I don't know. Like you said, it's exactly something we we talked about with Lucian, and uh, I don't know. I'm almost like I don't get that upset with it with Cynix. Like whatever. I don't expect as much from her regards in regards to him. But yeah, I will say I did learn one piece of information from this bio. Oh, so the the way they described her wraith form Mm. in here was uh, it said embracing her death 
every time she transforms into a wraith, she becomes like those she fought, only to be reborn again thanks to the life infecting her. And I had no idea that's what the fuck was that. I just thought yeah. she's like, I'm a wraith now. It's cool. And <laughs> yeah. now I'm a human. Woohoo. <laughs> anyway, she had to fucking kill herself to become a wraith. Well, I don't know if that's exactly. She kills that's herself to become a wraith. Um, and then she can't die because the infection of life, which just pulls her back to the living. Now again. I feel bad for spamming that ability in game all the time. Right? I was going <laughs> to say. Like the cooldown so low. I, do, I have that note in my. Oh, really? I'm never using ESN again. <laughs> well, that seems to be something they they try and get with her, like whatever. I don't remember. The, I don't have them written down. The name of her like color story is is it's sort of like self sacrificing, right, to kind of save the the spirits in the mist. Um, which I guess that's in service to, but it does seem really fucking heavy. I kind of wish like maybe they hammered on that point more. That like oh I I'm dying again oh, <laughs> yeah and <laughs> like get... I feel like you almost see it more in Lucian's reactions to Senna than you ever see in Senna like the way that she always describes how like Lucian's looking at her when this shit happens like I get the feeling that like Lucian is fucking horrified <laughs> every time whereas Senna's just like oh no it's just this thing I, I die every now and then but I can't so it's fine <laughs> like, Senna's kind of She's kind of like that about a lot of things, like about her curse. She seems kind of like, eh, you know, it's whatever. It's like, I just <laughs> like deal with is. it. <laughs> We're just like, I don't know, I think we should work on getting this fixed. We're constantly getting attacked. <laughs> I'd like to settle down at some point, you know? Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I David Slagle, by the way. I don't know if we... Oh, no, they um, never credit no. the bio <laughs> on the universe page. I would be curious to come at this bio with no knowledge of the soul. Like, before any of the rise and stuff had happened, like, how would I feel about some of this? Maybe it would be more, int- more like, of a, a mystery hook. Like, ooh, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of cleared up, I guess, at the end of Redeemed. You kind of get a lot more backstory about that. But yeah, it didn't get released until much later. Yeah, that was like a that was like something that was a lead up to Rise, right? Which yeah. is kind of the thing with... That's what sucks so hard for Senna is that like the big one of the big like culminations of her arc, I guess, is in is all tied up in Rise of the Sentinels, which we just despise. So it's like <laughs> I don't know, it's kinda yeah. hard to do a, a a full breadth character study. You know what I mean? <laughs> we keep choking. <laughs> God damn. All right, short stories. Sure. Yeah. Um so I, I was saying I have really shitty notes. It's but, uh, fine. Don't worry. It's fine. It's um, fine. Uh, so, I, how, what is it called? I, I didn't write down the name of it. I we just have wrote down the, color uh, story. God, your na- notes are shit. <laughs> I wrote down color story. I didn't write down the <laughs> I think Voices of the Dead was the the, yeah. the first one, and then Redeemed was after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. Redeemed, I just remember because it's one word. Voices of the Dead, I didn't, I didn't write down the name of it. Also by um, David Slagle. Yeah. So, it's... I think all, all these stories are her post post-lantern there are none of like pre-lantern or, or mid-lantern for Senna so it's her and Lucian are, are out they're in Ionia it says and they are they're essentially there because one of the other sentinels whose name I didn't like Alibor what was that that damn sentinel's name Alabaster John in his notes wrote down rookie so <laughs> <laughs> apparently another like, sentinel who called us here rookie <laughs> We know that's good because this Sentinel spoiler dies, so maybe that's for the best. <laughs> Honestly, <Right>? it is. 
well, whoever it is, has called <laughs> for help, I guess. Uh, Senna and Lucian are there. She goes to go find this sentinel and finds out they're dead, and they're their rookie, their apprentice, whose name I didn't write down, um, is, is, is there instead. The sentinel has died, but their apprentice is still there. They save the apprentice, I guess. They see that the mist is coalescing around this like catacomb, and they get down into the catacomb, and it's like it's like a manifestation of Viego before they had Viego figured out. So it's just sort of a formless, <laughs> angry spirit. Yeah, <laughs> it is yeah, the formed Voldemort, basically. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Some guy. Right. <laughs> we and got the, a few. Uh... <laughs> all we know is that this dude's gonna have a six pack. Just have it be a floating misty six pack. We'll figure out the get rest those, later. Get those pale, hot crossbones in there. That's all we need. <laughs> It's like when they do champion development and they've got like the the, the temporary like splash images for the loading where it's just oh, yeah. MS Paint. Yeah. <laughs> it's an MS Paint version of Diego. I love it's that. <laughs> she shoots him um, and blows him away. She does the thing where she goes the big like final scene is she does the thing where she turns into a wraith and she kind of takes in all of the pain and whatever that all these mists are experiencing and kind of like freeze them and then uses that pain in her gun to shoot darkness at Viego and blast him away. And they kind of conclude conclude it with that like, oh, that's the Ruin King. Yep, he's in another tomb searching around for something. He's up to no good. <laughs> he's doing something. That darn <laughs> Ruin King. We're <laughs> gonna get you. <laughs> and then they shake their fists angrily at at, at, at the, the Shadow cloud. Isles. <laughs> at the cloud. Yeah. And that's that's kind of how it ends. <clears throat> yeah what did y'all think of this this one uh there were parts of this that read super awkwardly to me like i mm-hmm. had to there was a few confusing choices of yeah. phrasing that i had to reread several times like what the fuck are they trying I to know. say here i felt like i was losing it i'm so tired today and i was trying <laughs> to read this and i was like am i like what the fuck is wrong with me <laughs> is my reading comprehension just gone <laughs> now it was it was a little it's a little awkward at times yeah sure. that, i was trying to figure out how to describe that you put it to words <laughs> most expertly um <laughs> so they do they do a lot in this story that whether you call it when it's like a little standalone single sentence paragraph there's a na- like a name mm. for that right mm. well they do that and they do it a lot and like in the first like two paragraphs it's like what does it say the mist steals words too. The screams of those who die within. Once they were my screams, but I'm alive now. It's like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What do you mean? This sounds like my high school poetry, right? <laughs> and first of all, you're not even really. No. You're <laughs> it's true. Kind of is. Tem- t- temporarily, kind of, sort of, yeah. right? At times. It, through this story, you are you died. <laughs> she can't die, so that's yeah. <clears throat> I'm cursed with aliveness. Because <laughs> of that damn <laughs> debris that washed on shore. <laughs> she was out metal detecting. Like, <laughs> Never again. All for just coins. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely agree. I wish I had more examples. Um, but there's a lot of instances like that where, like you said, where it's, it's really awkward. I don't quite know how it's supposed to read. I think a lot of it kind of comes off as if it's supposed to read very, like, very cool. Like a lot of these lines where it's like, I was alive or dead or whatever once. Now I'm not. <laughs> I was a lot de- dead a lot. <laughs> something. I don't know. I was something. And I was I'm somewhere not. at once. <laughs> Somebody somewhere somehow. 
Um, yeah, it's got um fan fiction vibes is kind of what I want to say, but not. There's some great fanfic out there. That's like this. It feels like a kind of a mediocre one that like you a keep stereotypical reading. one. That <clears throat> yeah, like, mm, you know that you're like, well, I read all the good ones for this <laughs> ship that I like already, <laughs> so now I'm just gonna read this not so great one because I'm still hungry for it. <laughs> so, Let me read this anything. one by Senna Lover Four Twenty. <laughs> It's so clear you've never browsed fan fiction sites or not recently How anyway. Dare you. I read all sorts of Chrono Trigger slash Chrono Cross fan fiction. Back in like 2003. That's pretty exactly in the know. Really? <laughs> 2003 between, between that year and 2006. So I mean... <laughs> You know, that's when all the good Chrono Cross Chrono Trigger fan fiction was written. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I believe it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Can't fucking keep a straight face. (laughs) Up there with one of the nerdiest things you've ever said to me. (laughs) Damn. It's kind of fucking impressive. I don't Mm. know. They, uh, so there's a quote here, too, that said, uh, When I held my weapon, I held their light gleaming in the gun's two barrels. Um, and I just want to make it clear that only one of those barrels gleams with light. The other one very decidedly does not gleam with light. <laughs> Ooh, this is what the comment that you would leave on the fan fiction. Um, actually... <laughs> Took me out of the fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've gotten that comment on fan fiction I've written before. <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, give me war flashbacks <laughs> also the fact that they over. referred to him as the ruined king was it didn't seem like a name that they would have given him like i'm curious where where they got that where they got that Do they have a name tag on if, yeah <laughs> yeah like who's spreading the ruined king stories good point That's uh rise really good point. <clears throat> Riot, you know, <clears throat> rise it. There's that item in that Sorry. game, you know. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I bought one of these. It's called Blade of the Ruined King. Maybe it's that guy. It's yeah. funny that Senna and Lucian could both theoretically just buy that and have it be a normal thing that they use. <laughs> it's almost like the game doesn't make any sense. It's, <laughs> we need to bring back the Institute Award to fix this shit. That's why they got rid of the Institute <laughs> That's why they joined. The oh. <laughs> you know that that would have been a Journal of Justice question. It'd be like, eh, why would Senna buy a Blade of the Ruined King? A mailbag of justice. Yeah. Right. Ego has graciously offered his sword so that he can be on the cover of Playgirl, you know, like whatever they would call it. Right. We didn't want to let Diego into the League of Legends, so that was uh, a bribe he gave to the highest level summoner. High summoner Astrum plays with his sword. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm loving this shit. You guys need to make your own new journal, Jess. I think we can make it even better than it was. I will say. It's a low bar, but I think we could do it. <laughs> yeah, I have so I have issues with this story just in terms of like it's all told from Senna's perspective, um, which would be a really good opportunity to get a lot of her like her like thoughts and her feelings and her voice, and I feel like it's kind of maybe not really delivering on that whole. <sighs> yeah, I agree. Instances maybe. <clears throat> um, yeah, I it's like 
I imagine, I mean, if we had read Senna before the Sentinels event happened, I would have been like super disappointed. Um, I think the Redeemed does a much better job of filling in a lot of those holes. Like, I feel like a lot of the main problems I have with the bio and her short story are kind of fixed in Redeemed. Um, But, you know, if we had read her before Redeemed came around. (laughs) She gets a redemption, you'd say. Uh, I guess uh, I would say that. Yeah, I would yeah. say that. She doesn't have like too much of a personality here, and she's a tough one because she's a little bit of a cliche, being kind of stoic. And I've got walls; you got to climb over them if you want a hug from me. <laughs> <laughs> that was my true impression. I'm gonna keep you at gun's length. Guns. You can't get closer than this to me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, which is not my favorite type of character. Um, but yeah, things get... There's just not... They don't expand on it in this story, for sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think even even on top of all that is that, like, if it was at least, like, a good action piece, it, I could have gone with it. But it's really kind of floaty is the best word I can use. To kind of, like, <laughs> yeah. it just kind of moves from thing to thing. And there's not, like, any description of, like, the actual literal action. It's just kind of, like... They just kind of, like I said, it's just kind of floaty throughout the plot of of it. Um, It's like, the only way I could think of it as I was reading it is that, like, the action was written like I would write action if I were writing, (laughs) because I get so (laughs) bored trying to describe action that I'm just like, yeah, this thing fucking happens. Like, just just <laughs> imagine it yourself. Just They shot him, right? Okay, you know what that looks like. I don't need to get into it. <laughs> it's like you want to write, like, an action scene in, like, a screenplay, which you wouldn't write very much of it, you know, because mm-hmm. that would be someone else's job. When you're yeah. writing the screenplay, you're like, and they fight. And they fight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would want to yeah. be that person, or I would want to be the, the person who, like, was like, all right, this is what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. sure. Don't ask me to write it down. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a really great way to describe it. That's to, I, I, like I said, I had trouble putting it into words, but I think you really nailed it for sure. Yeah. All righty. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Next up is Redeemed by Philip Vargas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Redeemed. So this is much more recent. This is Senna and Lucian are they're together. They're taking like a bit of like a vacay almost. <laughs> they're like taking a bit of a break, uh, which is nice. I like that for them. Like, it's like, yeah, you would kind of need a break. They need to like... Re- <laughs> They need to take like a, they're taking like a a new hun- a second honeymoon is what they're doing. yeah yeah they need to reconnect with this new version of themselves yes. <laughs> the uh, new us yeah and, uh, <laughs> what do we look like when you're half dead <laughs> and when I've lost all my humor that I guess I had at some point <laughs> had we're not gonna write it but I had it trust me okay <laughs> give you the shin treatment um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, we will see. We're in the essence. We'll be, we'll be the Shen true. real soon. Maybe Shen's yeah. fucking hilarious, yeah. dude. <laughs> dude. I'll eat my fucking words if that guy can. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're chilling, and uh, Senna kind of gets this like tinge. There's like this kind of internal monologue thing that's kind of running throughout it, and it when you're first reading it, it comes off like that's just her thoughts, but it's not. It's a standalone kind of. It's a sold. It's a soul to everybody who's kind of like <laughs> warning her. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna Spoilers. We all know what's yeah. happening here. Uh-huh. Um, the soul is kind of like her instincts, and she's she's getting the sense of like something's happening in Bilgewater. We gotta go. It's a little friction between her and Lucian, and um, as they're kind of <laughs> talking about it, or like right after they're they're getting ready the next day, 
some shit happens. Like this thing, this giant light flares in the east, and then she's just like crump, like falls to the ground and and kind of blacks out. And when she wakes up, she's in this like barren wasteland that is like covered. It's just ash and and like this endless dry ass plain. And she's like, I'm back in the fucking lantern again. This fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and she's trying to figure her way out, you know, because she's she's been in the lantern before. She knows, like, she you know had been able to get like the, the the edges of the lantern before. So she's trying to do that. She's trying to kind of rationalize her way out of it. And this voice is kind of continuing to be like, "You're wrong. You're not in the lantern. This is something else." And she thinks it's Thresh. She thinks maybe at one point she thinks maybe getting out even was all just some big bullshit thing that Thresh had like tricked her with or something like that, or that she dreamed up. Um, and finally this voice gets through to her and she realizes this isn't my voice, this is something else. And she is shown she's shown a flashback of what happens in the bio where she sees herself as a little I'm little Cinna and I'm skipping along. <laughs> um going to the the shipwreck and getting attacked by the mist, and this time she sees something she didn't before, which was this little spark of life getting into her spine and protecting her from the mist essentially and, and she realizes oh that's what my curse has been it's been you and the soul's form kind of shows up and they start having this back and forth talking about like here's the real deal like I'm a soul I shouldn't say that I'm, I've been with you the whole time I've been trying not to fuck with your life but I have kind of fucked your life up and I'm sorry <laughs> my bad sorry about that. Um, but you're not in the lantern this is Thresh don't get it twisted this is Thresh who has fucked you up in some way across e- like you know legions of like t- distance I don't know um, but you're not in the lantern and you need to get your shit figured out Sin is trying to get out she convinces a soul to like hey can you help out? Can you help me out here, please, so we can get out of here? <laughs> this soul does, and she she essentially just wakes up. She's been kind of knocked out, passed out the whole time, blacked out. And uh, Lucian, I think, was pretty sure she was dying. Um, but she's back. They sold still there with her afterwards, and they are they, they know that they need to uh, they need to go to Bilgewater because it sold while they were in this like I don't know, hellscape also relayed that like here's what's going on. Viego is looking around, he's fucking shit up, you gotta stop him. Um and so they commit to going to Bilgewater, and 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 then that leads into the ruination cinematic. And that's it. The last good thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, but what about the one with with in Demacia? With, yeah, with it's Bane? some good cinematics. Um, we'll yeah, I like I like this one a lot. I liked. Uh, <clears throat> there was, you know, you could be because of like the. Well, hmm. I would say there were like <laughs> Maybe I don't there like were points where like I could I could I could buy the fact that like yeah this this is like a legitimate uh, torture thing that uh, that Thresh could have done like you know maybe this actually is a story told before she gets out of the lamp that would be cool as hell and I could see like I know he sold's talking to her but like I could also see that being Thresh just fucking with her too like it. It, it it made me impressed at the types of torture that Thresh would do because she does specifically say like you know Thresh doesn't like physically torture you in the lantern like that's like he's he's above that all he does is like mentally torture you and this would be the perfect fucking thing just like making her think she escaped and then she's just back in the lantern after being like that'd be cool as hell yeah uh, so like 
while I didn't think for sure, like I didn't, I was pretty sure she wasn't in the lantern, but there was that thing in the back of my mind, like she could be, maybe. (laughs) It was kind of like that scene in Arcane where we're like, did they just kill Caitlin? (laughs) (laughs) They wouldn't, right? They didn't just do that. They wouldn't do that, right? Put it back (laughs) in. I'd never heard anyone call his lantern a lamp, by the way. I was going to say. He called it a lamp at some point. Like she's a genie. (laughs) I was going to say, maybe think of Aladdin if we want to bring up Aladdin again this week. I got to tell you. I went through my notes after I wrote them and had to change lamp to lantern a lot of time. That's so funny. <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> why so it was just fucking lamp in my head the whole time. <laughs> I was going to say, I guess I, in just... my notes, I wrote it as lamp almost every fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's a little lamp. I like the idea he's got like a little like desk lamp, like just <laughs> holding it around. But yeah, I, I completely agree. You know, I think you're talking about Senna's is very stoic and she can be a little, I think it, for me, it can be a little like being in the lantern would have kind of sucked ass, even with her <laughs> abilities and it, she in some ways can seem very like unaffected by it. But here I thought she had a nice vulnerability and, yeah. and the fact that she's at some point is convinced that like, yeah, I'm back in the lantern again. This is what this is. And, and really doesn't trust his soul, his soul for a good chunk of it. It's like, I th- that makes sense. I don't like that. The way she's yeah. reacting to this. Yeah, I certainly, like, I don't have a problem with her being stoic, for sure, because it makes sense to me. Even before the Lantern things, I mean, her whole life was not being able to stay in one place or everyone would get attacked and traumatized, (laughs) like, badly. Like, we know what the mist is like. Mm -hmm. Like, we thinking about those stories of, like, Hecarim and stuff like that. Like, it wasn't just a mist brushed over and everyone just went, ugh. Like, <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead now. Oh, my God, I'm so dead. It fucking Los Angeles. <laughs> Got the valley in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, so I'm fine with that. But generally, there's more to a person than stoicism. And yeah, it's it's definitely more seen here, even if it's subtle. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I, I I also like, I like kind of the bit at the start where she's, her and Lucian are together, but there's still a lot of, like, clear distance be- between them in, in a yeah. very realistic way, the way they kind of interact. And yeah. they do that thing where when you're kind of upset with someone or you see couples do that, where they kind of talk almost past each other a little, like... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is, like, really awkward to be around in person. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I didn't want to read it anymore. <laughs> I was like, can you guys take this to another room? Because I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. But I, I like that, you know? I, I They have a little bit, bit of that in the other color story, but I thought here it was a little more pronounced because there's not anything... Like, at the start, there's not anything going on. They're just trying to catch a moment of relaxation. And, and he, she's trying to push to leave, and he's... He's he's acquiescing, but he's obviously annoyed about it, and she can kind of tell. It's like there's a lot of unsaid stuff going on between them, and which makes sense. There kind of would be, and I would have hoped that in Rise they would have, you know, brought some of that stuff out, and we could have, you know, mm. I'm not going to get into it more. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. I like that hint there, or that those parts there, I'll say. The uh. They had a, a a note real early in the beginning of this story that just said they they had traveled north to southeast Valoran, and I swear to God, I had to read that like three times before I clicked in my head what the they hell they were trying north, to say. Went north but got south. It's like me trying to figure out how fucking highways work. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Also, they 
when I, I think this was in her I forget if this was in her mental dialogue before she kind of got zapped or whether it was just narration but it said that uh, <laughs> drawn to a spark of unnatural life that had infected her when she meddled with a force she didn't understand which seems like a real fucking harsh way to say that like a child yeah. found a shipwreck and was and like oh what's something. in the shipwreck yeah. <laughs> as any person would have done child right? or not yeah meddled in a force she didn't understand that's fucking rude <laughs> i mean i kind of like there's so this moment where, where sold is like senna is like kind of very reasonably pissed off at a soul at certain points because it's like you, how come you left me alone and left me to deal with all this? And the soul's like, well, you know, I didn't want to. What is it she kind of says? Like, I didn't want to interfere with your interfere, life or whatever. Yeah. And it says like, you've already interfered. You, like, she's more nice than I. I was like, you motherfucker, like, you completely altered the course of my entire existence. I can't fucking go anywhere. I got rights everywhere. Yeah, fuck you. The thing is, Senna, I would have interfered, but Ryan hadn't c- come up with me yet, yeah. really. <laughs> you must understand, I was an MS Paint drawing floating around. <laughs> and even at the end, when when Isol, like Senna's trying to get out and she can't, and is and she kind of has to like really convince Isol to like, hey, help put you know use your light to get out of the darkness, Kyrie or whatever. And it's like, come on, Isol, I know you're like a floating speck of like a portion of your soul, but you can. You can put your back into it. You know? Fuck up. <laughs> Stiff upper lip. Just a little. Yeah. Uh, and not to make this too sexy, but... Uh, oh, God. Lucian also has a quote here that says, We can sail down the coast and provision in Holdrum, but we'll also need to anchor in Mudtown. John! It's not as good as the other one. The other one no. really nailed it. No. No. <laughs> Well, I just wrote that down because I was excited, like, hey, I know that place, but uh, okay. I hadn't anticipated really that it would be sexy when we <laughs> talked town. about it the first time, but now they're Sex- anchoring there. Sexy's so. a strong word for what we did to that word. Okay, well, speaking of <laughs> sexy, the next line I wrote down, <laughs> which I also completely misread, Ash fell gently on Senna's face. <laughs> <laughs> what did you read it as? I read it as Ash falling gently on Senna's face, which seems like some uh, some sexy fanfic uh, between the Freljord and uh, oh, the Shadow Isles. like Ash the person. I oh, was I thought, like, oh my, I was so confused. I was much more crude. I thought you just misread it as ass, falling like uh, <laughs> Which could also work. <laughs> that, see, I, you gave me. John way more credit. I was like, did you think it said come? Like, what did you... <laughs> wow. How did you misread that? I was... <laughs> For the record there is an episode of the original like season one of pokemon the animated series where um the reporters go to ash ketchum's mom and they're like oh we wanted to talk to you about your son and she says you want my ash on tv and i fucking died laughing and it's been in my head ever since (laughs) great just i just wanted to share that with the world thank you thank you for putting that into the brains you know, there's like treasured memories that people had that have now been replaced with <laughs> catching the mob, saying something vaguely sexual. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Are we done with this story? No, I have some more notes. <laughs> Great. Less, less sexy. Uh, so, and <laughs> then that? Yeah. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> uh,. So an interesting thing here, and I don't know if this is just because it happened in her head or if this is a legitimate thing or not, 
but it said, uh, sent a call to the black mist, but drew smoke and embers instead. The poor substitutes rushed in, transforming her into a wraith shrouded by death. Like, fucking, excuse me? You can just do that with smoke? You don't need to pull in wraiths? <laughs> yeah, but it's not Is it good. just any vague, like, cloud material you can pull in and die? <laughs> Someone's smoking weed and she's just... <laughs> Lucian's vaping around her constantly. <laughs> she's just turning into this big cotton puff. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Gives a whole new meaning to blowing clouds. <laughs> suppose Set it does. stuff. Uh, so, another thing here. <laughs> uh, so, we are talking about how, how like, Thresh kind of zapped her. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, the threat is very real. It was Thresh's powers that struck you down. His reach extends across the world, but Bilgewater's his goal for now. Like, what kind of fucking crazy Thresh bullshit power is this? When did he get it? Why do we never see it again? It seems like this is the type of shit he'd be using all the time. Like, oh, no, I can just fucking zap anyone from across the world. And what the hell's in Bilgewater that he wants so badly? He wants a locket or some bullshit. I don't remember. (laughs) But you're completely right. It's almost like the writers were like, hey, we need to explain his soul. How do we do that uh, Thresh gets like one he gets one Zareth R he gets to use it once <laughs> right uh, a super targeted Karthus alt like. one you know, one in me that would be really cool you know what that would be a great way of explaining it that he like did some sort of deal or something with Karthus because Karthus is kicking around over there yeah he got a little he's Karthus like alt. and we know that like don't pretend well, that Riot remembers who Karthus is <laughs> But he's in all those uh, all those Pentakill albums. Right? They remember him for Pentakill only. I like if if they had talked about it a little bit, I think I'd be cool with it because they do like reference the fact and and I don't actually remember even if this is in full canon or whether this is just the comic um, of the Rise of the Sentinels event. But they do mention like uh, Thresh says, "I've been siphoning off extra dark mist." that Viego has summoned but hasn't used. I've just kind of been taking a little cut the to the side. <laughs> yeah, I've been skimming off He's the top of the, the dark books. mist. <laughs> oh my god, you're right, he is. so funny. He's, he bought a car wash and he's... <laughs> laundering uh, souls. <laughs> but then he uses that power to literally like he becomes stronger than all the sentinels combined. They have a they have a showdown at the end of the comic where he just instantly defeats all of them and is like, but I won't kill you as long as you give me Senna. That's all I kind of want. I just need a soul for a soul. She escaped the lamp. You give her back. Like, it's a fair, fair play. Um, but he, like, just single-handedly beats the entire team, which, keep in mind at this point, does include, a, a, like, a demigod. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. so you know like, what? You know he didn't do. He didn't drop like a building. Yeah, like he didn't drop wall. any yeah. buildings, which is where he went wrong. Yeah. Um, but so that's that's from skimming some souls off the top. So it, it is feasible that like yeah, he's just been sucking up souls, and now he can shoot lightning every now and then. I mean, but he I would the, like an explanation. He's the big bad now. So that's I, I I love it when my my antagonists just have these random like 
fuck off powers that they can just sometimes use when it's like appropriate <laughs> right. or convenient. You know what I mean? Except then when you beat them and get them converted to your team, they're fucking like level right. five shit. Do that lightning ability. Oh no, I'm oh, out of souls. <laughs> All I have is tail whip. Sorry. His <laughs> <laughs> tail whip work on thrush. <laughs> Just shake his bony ass at him. Maybe I don't fucking know. or whatever thrush has got under there. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. That's, mm-hmm. really good question. that's where Mudtown is. <laughs> <laughs> it's under that road. It's under that road, dog. Oh man. I also love the one of the last lines here we sold to Senna was like, "You're the best hope. The years of training, the powers you wield, even your time in the lantern." all helped you become a formidable weapon. And in almost every version of this story, she goes down immediately when fighting Diego and needs to be rescued by Akshan. Yeah. You know what? Rise of the Sentinels really sucks. And I think that's another (laughs) reason why. (laughs) They had this new champ. They had to get him to do something. Look, we got it. Upon reread, I I did not like it when I first read it, for sure. Upon reread, the comic may be the best telling of the events of this whole thing. Okay. (laughs) Probably. I think we had liked it best when we did Rise of the Sentinels, if I remember. That's that's kind of what I remember, too. I mean, the the, the cinematics were all over the place, and we won't (laughs) talk about the visual novel, so it's like... I mean, that was, yeah... (laughs) Yeah, I, you know, God, there was, there was one line from I don't know. Isold comes off kind of. There's some some things about Isold's decision making maybe that I find like I take umbrage with. I guess because she's <laughs> like, who is it? She says to her like, um, well, you know, I started out I had to protect you, and then I saw you know how you the girl you were and the woman you've become, and I had to see it through to the end. I'm like, what? What do you mean you had to see it through to the end? Maybe just let her <laughs> what does live that a mean? fucking life. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, they have. Uh, you're a spirit. You don't need to be in her to watch her. I don't think. <laughs> she, I would say Isolde was really one of like the worst uh, victims of this. Like too many writers working on this at mm-hmm. once because she's mm-hmm. so vastly different depending on what. And there's yeah. a lot of cool ideas here, like her connecting with Senna and them bonding and them taking down Viego. That could have been really interesting. But then in the Ruination book, we have. The idea of Gwen, I found that most interesting and in the Ruination book is that she bonded with this doll because she had literally no friends anymore after Viego cut, you know, cut everyone important out of her life. And then a soul ended up in this this one comfort that she had. And then that came to life and killed Viego. That's also badass. But pick one of them and then also make Gwen cooler. <laughs> if you're gonna do that, that one too yeah <laughs> but yeah. yeah it's definitely just kind of a a varied mess which if we were just reading this i don't know how i would feel about it but we have so many renditions of these old now and they're all so different yeah yeah i, I think you're right mm. but uh, i'll be too harsh I, I did like this story i, I yeah I feel yeah, like yeah. I like this, is, this is my favorite senna story yeah, yeah canon senna sure. story <laughs> <laughs> She's got a lot of non-canon stories. But she's also, so she's mentioned in in a bunch too. So uh, there's a Homebound by Philip Vargas, which is a Lucian story from before Senna was rescued from the Lantern. (laughs) So Senna shows up four times in this story. Um, I have quotes of all four appearances. 
Senna could feel him every time he neared. A cruel and taunting howl as Senna wailed in agony. Senna's screams echoed through his mind. And then the final appearance. Senna's screams echoed through his mind. <laughs> Those are the four times Senna showed up in the story. Three She's of the four yelling. times just fucking screaming in his mind. So, you know, she's carrying a lot of weight there. Uh, and then she shows up in Hunter of Shadows by Anthony Reynolds Lene, where we get to see a training scene of Senna teaching Lucian how to fire the relic weapons. But then he gets too distracted by her to do it, which, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, he shows up in, or she shows up in an intimate evening at Oyster Bill's when Neela's kicking around graves. I mean, now that's a sexy Senna's title. <laughs> We go Oyster Bills or Mudtown tonight. Oyster Bills and Mudtown. (laughs) (laughs) These are horrible names we are giving the genitalia. It's funny too because she's kicking graves around, and he's like, "No, you're not looking for me. You're looking for Senna." So she's she's sending Neela to find Senna to to have an intimate evening at Oyster Bills. (laughs) I remember that story now. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then in the Ruined King game. She's mentioned. Great. She's not one of the characters or anything, but, you know, they talk about her. Uh, <laughs> Talking shit about <laughs> Sal all the time. <laughs> uh, in Shadows and Reflections, which is the Lucian reveal, uh, he's all like, he took Senna from me. Mm-hmm. He, she wasn't actually named Senna at the time. He just says, Thresh took her from me. He said, my wife. I don't my- even think he says. <laughs> my wife. I don't even th- <laughs> think he says Thresh. Is this in, like, his uh, song? Like the... Like the- not the login screen, right? No, not the login oh, screen. Okay. This is like a little micro site. Because yeah. we do get to see her in his login she screen. She looks very different. She looks very different. <laughs> yeah. Still my favorite login screen for anyone, though. It's very cool. Lucian's is the yeah. best, yeah. 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 And they got, they got Crystal Method back to do her theme, too. I so. love her theme. Her theme is up yeah. there. It's one of my favorites, yeah. That's, That's a cool, good though. Touch. I didn't realize that. that yeah, I didn't realize that either. Cool. That's awesome. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then finally, the Chain Warden, Anthony Reynolds Lene. This is the Thresh bio, where he admits that Senna is the only soul to have ever escaped his lantern. But he also says that he let them um, have that little victory because the game's not over yet. I think he's making that up. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> League of Legends is not over yet. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll say, I, I don't like that idea. Like, I, I think Thresh is... I, I like the idea that Thresh is really, like this big bad secretly the whole time. I find that very interesting. That happened in uh, the Ruination novel. That was great. Um, but sometimes maybe he loses a battle. <laughs> like, it's okay. He doesn't have to win every battle. I I, def- I prefer the idea that her escape was not intentional. I don't know. But. Oh, yeah. I, I, I completely agree, right? And yeah. it makes more sense. It's more fun to have him be really pissed off. And that would explain, like, why he's using his big ultimate move on her across the, the map, <laughs> yeah. right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, and why he's willing to let all the Sentinels go, even though he clearly could have killed them, just to uh, just to get Senna for funsies. Mm-hmm. Sure, right? He's he seems to be someone who's super into like having control over everything. So having someone who got away or defied him, yeah, lines up with at least like Ruination book. Yeah. Uh, and last thing, obviously, the Sentinels of Light, uh, you know, visual novel and the client won't get into the specifics here, but basically, this is just Senna and Lucian traveling all over the world, searching for fetters that have pieces of Isolde's soul before Viego can get them to revive her. Uh, they're recruiting folks along the way, but so is Viego. They're always slower than Viego, so he gets to literally all of them before them, 
Um, and the big difference in this version of the story versus the two other versions of the story that we get is that uh, one of the fetters is uh, Yorick's Maiden of the Mist um, in the visual novel. And uh, in the end, okay, this is actually, this is the one where Thresh overpowers him, not the comic, where oh, he's just okay. like, hey, oh, I'm, okay. I'm hella strong now, so uh, <laughs> give, me, give me Senna. Uh, <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> I want it. You won't. Give do it. it. You won't. You won't. <laughs> uh, and then that's when Rookie's like, you can take my soul instead, but then just teleports them all away instead. So, you know. You should have taken Rookie. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> so, why would he take something that's worthless, though? Like, come on. <laughs> Send it for Rookie. Rough. Mm, bad trade. I know, that's true. <laughs> mm. uh, and then, like we mentioned, she's in a bunch of cinematics. Uh, I'm going to try in uh, chronological order here. Okay. <clears throat> okay. That's looking good. I'm looking at your order. Yeah. I guess technically the first one would be Lucian's screen. Lucian's, uh, you know, uh, login screen. That's But... Uh, I guess canon one since that's a different <laughs> center. Um, Dark Passage. So this is a cinematic right before the climb where Lucian is on his way to have his fateful fight with Thresh, where we see Senna's last moments and a quick flashback Lucian's having. We kind of like get less to see. Than a minute. It's really quick. yeah, it's yeah. very mm-hmm. quick. Um, we just kind of get to see Senna get pulled into the lamp. This was her teaser. I feel like I didn't see this when it was released, but. I remember hearing like the wave of like, oh, is his wife going to be the next new champion? Like a lot of like speculation on it, which was fun. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, that leads to the climb. She's not actually in the climb, um, but then right after that is Shadows Embrace, uh, which is the Lucian versus Thresh fight where Lucian's just getting his shit rocked, um, <laughs> but he manages to break Thresh's lantern. Uh, Senna is freed, and then when Thresh tries to hook Lucian, she shields him and sends him packing. And then when it looks like she's going to get pulled back into the lantern, Lucian runs and grabs her, which I guess works. Um, and now she's got big gun. She does have oh. big gun now. And green eye. Maybe she had green eye <laughs> yeah. before. I don't know. <laughs> Just one green eye. Yeah. <laughs> big gun, green eye. Big gun, oh. green eye. Yes, they call her. That's her lantern name. Good old big gun, green eye, Senna. <laughs> I will say Players has ruined this fucking cinematic for me. When he's given his wedding speech about like oh. when when Senna oh came out God. of <laughs> lantern and shot, he knew that she, this is like I can't look at this cinematic oh my seriously God, anymore. You're right? I don't know why I forgot about that. Everyone, please go watch Players. Just <laughs> a shout out again. Just a shout out to Players. I forgot about it until I was watching it today. I was like, I haven't watched oh, this in a while. It's really so cool. Funny. And then she popped out, and I was like. Oh, that fucking speech. <laughs> I started laughing watching this, like, really serious It's really moment. emotional moment, yeah. yeah. The now, comments on that video are really funny, too. That one, but... Yeah. Uh, now, I forget... Like, we didn't we didn't specifically mention her gun. Um, I, I know it's in one of the stories that explains it. I forget which one. It might but be basically, the bio, even. It, yeah. In case you're curious about her gun... Well, sorry. Her... her, her <laughs> You really <laughs> fucked that one up. I gotta cast off blame. I gotta shove it on the, whoever did that one. This is the bio. I don't know. Uh, so the guns that Lucian uses, one of them was his and one of them was Senna's. Uh, when Senna got pulled into the lantern, um, he took her gun, which is why he has two now. When Senna was in the lantern, she met a bunch of old sentinels who were pulled into the lantern. And after she discovered her ability to kind of free souls, 
she freed the souls of all the old sentinels that had been pulled in um, and they all left their relic weapons behind and then she combined all their relic weapons together into this massive ass fucking uh, gun that she wields now which is how she popped out of the lantern with a gun she did not go in with (laughs) yeah yeah the fact that Thresh killed a bunch of Sentinels is kind of cool. I didn't think about that till just now. Yeah. He's got a bunch of them. Damn. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah. yeah. Especially because you have to imagine so many of them died um, in the original harrowing, you know? Yeah. And it makes sense, too, because when you think about, like, we talked about it a bit in Lucian's, but, like, it's not like Lucian fought Thresh that one time with Senna and then it has been stealing himself for this final mm. confrontation like <clears throat> lucian's fought thresh a lot <laughs> yeah. yeah and he's never won and he's like he's done a shit ton of research about him specifically like weaknesses anything he's tested all sorts of shit just barely gets out every time with senna's help from inside the lantern basically um and he's like he's still like has even the fight where he did free Senna like he didn't kill Lucian he was getting his ass kicked and he just managed to break the lantern so uh-huh. like Thresh is a, a big old badass so I'm curious buffed how he learned how to fight because in the ruination novel he was just like a big old weasel who lived underground <laughs> how does he know how to fight people well you know he, he's got a lot of he's time down alive, there well. he plays with his chain you know right <laughs> He does seem like someone that would just spend like oh my God. 12 hours a day just like practicing spinning a chain yeah. to look fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. He's like the, like the little flip blade the people. Star Wars kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got my devil sticks. I've been wor- really working on them. Getting ready for my, my contact juggling for Ren Fair. I <laughs> God, I would, if I could do contact juggling, I would do that shit all the time. Okay, Thresh. I see where, I see what's <laughs> happening here. <laughs> That's how you know someone's a fucking evil person. Right. Contact juggling. (laughs) What the fuck is contact juggling? Glass ball. Yeah, Labyrinth, David Bowie. Yeah, I think Labyrinth, David Bowie. Oh. We've been looking like we've been tickling balls. In that one episode of, I think, uh, (laughs) Curtis Connor tried to learn it too, I think. Oh, right. (laughs) Uh, Anywho. Uh, Then we got Ruination. This one is where Lucian and Senna are on their way to <laughs> Mudtown, and the mist catches them. Uh, they charge in, and Diego shows up all overpowered as hell. Uh, he starts pulling Isolde's soul from Senna, and it looks like he mostly succeeded. Um, but there must have been a bit of her left in there, because the rest of the event happened. So <laughs> Very confusing. Uh, and given that it was Isolde's soul that was... <laughs> Uh, giving Senna her unnatural life. She probably would have just gone and died if Diego had succeeded, but I guess more on that later. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I am literally just now realizing that that raises massive questions. <laughs> for, like, so what many questions. <laughs> okay. That doesn't make any fucking Uh-oh. sense. <laughs> uh oh, that doesn't make sense. Uh oh. <laughs> Great. You know, Rise of the Sentinels is not very good. <laughs> Just uh, in case we haven't made it clear. <laughs> then we got Before Dawn. Uh, so, Ruin Shivana's causing havoc in Demacia. Vane's fighting her, but is just getting fucking outclassed. Um, Lucian and Senna come to the rescue, and the three defeat her. Vane wants to murder her, but Senna spares her. Uh, Lucian rightly doesn't want Vane on the team, <laughs> uh, but Senna insists they need all the help they can get. 
Um, I'm not sure what significance there was in Poppy and Vane finding the Sentinels of Light symbol uh, at the end of the Ruination cinematic, because when they do find each other later, she doesn't seem to know shit about the Sentinels, but I guess who cares? Great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I'm always Look. constantly reminded about the end of that cinematic with Poppy and Vane and how interesting that would have been. <laughs> Although, I don't know. I think we did talk about it. Like, did Vane see Poppy? Does she hate Poppy? She hates magic. We I don't doesn't make any sense. I think she hates I mean I know it's why I think she hates monsters more than magic. But I don't mm. know. But Who then knows? what defines a monster? Mm. It's another uh, poem I, I wrote. I know in high it when school. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh and then finally we have absolution. So the Sentinels try to set a trap for Viego, and it looks like it's working, but then he just overpowers them, stabs Gwen, drags Senna away after creepily caressing her face. Uh, and then pulls the sold soul fragments out of Senna and Gwen, but then Akshan shoots the fragments, which brings them back to life. Um, and Senna pulls the dark mist out of Viego and shoots him so Gwen can bind him. And I have a lot of questions about this. So, okay, let's just <laughs> You lost right. me. God. So, Akshan shoots Isolde's soul. Okay. Uh, so, so, according to absolution <laughs> rules, it should then revive anyone Isolde killed. Now, yes. technically, Isolde killed Viego. Um, so, technically, uh, Viego should revive, I guess, at this point. But Viego pulled Isolde's soul fragments out of Senna does that count as a Viego murdering Senna or does that count as he sold murdering Senna? I don't know, but they, uh, so what ended up happening was he shot the soul and then Senna and Gwen came back. Makes uh, sense. And then, um, I don't know whether that means that she can't turn into a wraith anymore because she's uh, officially revived and doesn't have he sold in her anymore. I would like that if, idea, if actually. so, I don't know how she managed to pull the black mist out That's of true. Diego. But that would be interesting for Senna to not have that anymore. Sure. Like, she's kind of back to normal, but in this, but she's in, in some way lost that, because she is just connected with this old and kind of, like, come to appreciate that. Yeah. yeah that would be a good way know. of progressing her. We need, like, a giant, like, you know, in, in, like, NASA, like, back when they were landing on the fucking moon, and they had, like, these giant, like, ch chalkboards. Like, we need one of those to, like, just map out right. the whole equation. That's what we need. Uh, anyway, she has a happy reunion with Lucian at the end of this. They're all good. <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> Yay. Uh, and now she's part of Steadfast Heart comics, which are another telling of the events of the uh, Sentinels of Light. So uh, issue one, we get to see a side-by-side -side of Lucian and Senna's relationship contrasted with Viego and Isolde's. Uh, the former goes through what looks to be a lifetime of memories, shared battles, special moments, training. Uh, the latter covers their wedding day. Um, both cover the deaths. Uh, also... <laughs> This is where we get the view of the assassination where somebody yells for Viego to look out. So he just stands up, but the dagger doesn't even look like it was ever aimed at him and just hits his old. He's dumb. Uh, and then we see what each <laughs> sacrificed to bring back their love. So Lucian was willing to sacrifice himself. Viego was willing to sacrifice everything other than himself. He's dumb. Uh, and then issue two, we get the comic version of the fight from Shadows Embrace. It's dumb. Nah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, issue three, Lucian and Senator and Demacia looking for recruits and fighting darkness, and they're attacked by shades. Vane accidentally shoots a shade while trying to shoot Senna, 
Uh, so she sucks as a person and at a sh- as a shooter, apparently. Um, her weapons are useless, so they offer her a relic weapon, so she joins the crew for <laughs> now. she tries to kill Senna, and they're like, hey, want to join our team? We what need all the help we can get. <laughs> um, issue four, they're done recruiting. They've headed to the Ruined King. Lucian's worried and says he doesn't want to lose Senna. Senna's all like, well, I mean, let's be real. It might happen, so we should be prepared for that. And then he's like, no. This is where we also get flashbacks to all the other recruitments where we get that dumb scene which is where we see Riven say the dumb thing about Noxian armor even though she chokes a dude out <laughs> and doesn't have anything to do with his back being armored. Um, and then Aurelia. Senna tries real hard to get Aurelia to forgive Riven by saying, please. <laughs> which works. With a, with a cherry Can on top. Can we just pop? forgive the little war crimes for a minute? <laughs> Oh, those little pesky war crimes. We got a true enemy a bit, here. Just a little bit of war crimes. Just a little <laughs> bit. Uh, issue five, Lucian correctly predicts that Senna will be pissed uh, if he works with Thresh, but then does it anyway. This didn't happen. And then issue six, Senna is mad. <laughs> Uh, but she doesn't even know about Thresh. She's just mad because Lucian left her right when they were planning to attack Viego without even a goodbye. Um, wow. He didn't text her back? Nope. Wow. <laughs> ghosted, if you will. <laughs> Wraithed. That was good. That was good. Um, That's what they call it in, in, in Rintera. Rintera. <laughs> You don't get ghosted, you get man, wraithed. Man, she wraithed me. She wraithed me, man. <laughs> so stupid. I love it. Uh, so, yeah, they get over it and attack Viego. He summons wraiths to keep them occupied while Senna just kind of walks forward to confront him. Uh, Lucian shoots at him, but he easily blocks with the sword as if it was bullets Lucian was shooting and not light, but whatever. Um, and then he, nothing personal kids Lucian and just fucking appears behind him with his sword right at his back. Uh, and then Senna's like, uh, hey, Sol, do you want to fucking merc this guy? And she's like, yeah, this dude sucks. So uh, Senna fires her gun, which teleports Viego to Camivore and binds him to his throne, I guess. Then they leave happily ever after while Thresh giggles hiding behind the throne. Mm. Yeah, this all, this, all, this all tracks. I remember all this. Yeah. Pretty good. So in this one, it is Senna and Isolde who save the day. Ish. I'd like that she still has to just convince Isolde, like, hey, Isolde, you want to help out? She's like, fine. Fuck. <laughs> I, I guess. guess. God. Doing my nails. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for that. I have some quotes written down. Oh, okay. Turn. Uh That I just kind of liked. They don't really have significance. Uh, Lucian, <laughs> you've been kind of distant since you came out of that lantern. Something you ain't telling me? Senna, yeah, I met someone in there. He's a ghoul. We fell in love and made ghoul babies. <laughs> She's really the funny one in the relationship. Right? Senna, try to keep up. Lucian, try to be less beautiful. Senna, I can turn into a screaming cloud. Lucian, right, I'll keep up. <laughs> uh, and she's got a line that says, uh, Sentinel, wife... A beacon unto damn darkness. When can I just be a person? When can I be me? 
And it sounds like a speech from a Dis- <laughs> like a Disney princess would give. She's about to break in a song right. there. <laughs> a lady, a princess, a betrothed. When can I be me? <laughs> when can I just be me? <laughs> I feel like there's a dark cloud hanging over my head. Oh, man. Really, you don't like it. Any real show tunes on here? I like it. <laughs> um, she's got a quote to Thresh that says, "At the center of your lantern, there's a soul, wretched and afraid. I think it's you." Oh shit! Which Spicy. would be very cool if that was like, you know, a literal like a his literal thing. Like his soul is actually in his own land. Like the I think that the, makes the a lot of sense. Pitiful, weak version of himself is yeah. also in prison. And that's cool as hell. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. I think. And we kind of line up with that the the cinematic where after he gets stabbed in the lantern, everything kind of sucks back in, and that's kind of how he, I guess, reforms from it. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then finally. <laughs> She's got a quote to Vane. Oh shit. Vane, you can aim for my heart when you find your own. <laughs> Damn. Come on. Damn. My heart's in my chest. Vane's <laughs> <laughs> just a drooling moron. <laughs> but that's uh that's Canon Senna. <sighs> Solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I think my my overall thoughts for Canon Senna is like I kind of wish that she had been written differently pre lamp. I think <laughs> like, lantern pre lantern <laughs> pre lantern pre Hello Kitty lamp. Because <laughs> like I think like the. The lantern is like a really traumatic experience, right? Um, eh. <laughs> and like that shit will like it will real like in theory it would really change you. Like people talk about like coming back from war or like Peace Corps or even shit like you know the 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 trail. You know, like you come back a different person. You can't connect with people. You're like you've had experiences that they just don't understand, so you can't even tell them about it. They just don't understand. Like, it would be very cool to see, like, an evolution an evolution of who she was before the Lantern and who she was after. But because they wrote her to be so fucking stoic before the Lantern, you don't really get to see any evolution afterwards. And I really would have mm-hmm. liked to see, like, a contrast before and after. Yeah. yeah. I really, I really I think, agree. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think what could have worked is... Um, if we don't see an evolution of the after initially, because I can understand her being so closed off before the lantern, and then after the lantern, attempting to still be that person and still be closed off and still be her same self, and then seeing that kind of crumble away, and she's at a point where, like, she does need to talk about this, <laughs> if that makes sense. I don't know. Sure. But we don't, yeah, we, we definitely don't get that. Um... I think with a lot of league champions, we often don't see the result of a lot of trauma. Um, yeah. 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 Or they, I they feel like that's why Pantheon as, stuck out so much. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's, that's really true. Um, or they end up as, as villains and, and sometimes they're, they're, mm. they're good villains, but it's still like, 
you know, having someone who's, I mean, I think way back you had said something, Rebecca, about wanting someone who's gone through stuff like that and has, who comes out better for it or, or has, like, can become a better person at the end of all of it, um, mm-hmm. which can be nice. Yeah, I, I mean, frankly, I kind of, and we've been talking about it with Lucian a bit, too, that, like, maybe a story that showed a bit more of their relationship beforehand and how different at least Lucian was, because I, I agree with yeah. what, what you're saying, too, Rebecca, and it would be kind of nice. We see a little bit of that, I think, in Redeemed, where there is... It's like I was saying. There's a distance between them because she can't can't really talk to Lucian about the lantern. You know, like he's had this his own experience being kind of on, on the outside, and and she needs someone else. And it's that's hard because it's like here's someone who you love and you want to be able to talk about these things with, and sometimes you just can't. You need someone like is sold who you can connect with and and can help you kind of process some of that. You know, um, and there's a lot of. There's a lot of potential in all of that, really, and I really <laughs> like it. Frankly, looking through the quotes, it made me think a little bit of uh, Zaya Rakan, and I think it it would be a neat idea to really hammer home like how different their the, the, the Lucian Senna relationship is relationship is, especially now, compared to those two, whereas like Zaya Rakan are just in that sort of like completely head over heels, like you know, we we're com- completely connected. We understand each other without having to say anything. And Lucian and Cinna were like that, and now something's happened that has broken that, and they have to they have to figure it out right in the aftermath of it. Which I really would love for Riot to have explored. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. I I definitely want the before shot of Lucian because everything we've seen of Lucian, he doesn't feel like he's really changed either after this. How long was she in the Lantern? It was couple of years Do you know how I, many I years it was, it was several years um and i also like the idea of senna coming out and kind of almost needing that version of lucian and he does he's not there anymore mm-hmm. like he doesn't exist and so she now has to like reconcile this new version of her husband too while dealing with this new version of herself and he's not this he can't cheer her up the way he did because that's kind of dead to him almost or maybe he just needs to find it again Find your humor, Lucia. Apparently, you're fucking hilarious. <laughs> you need new material, man. Yeah, you need new material. Get him to a comedy show. And so, who who would be Zon? I feel like Zon would have good stand up. Mm. Oh sure, yeah, real subversive shit. <laughs> Joke through the pain. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, the gallows humor. Oh, yeah, get Lucia in a tight five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but for sure. I definitely, I feel a little bit of their connection. I want to feel more of it. I definitely like that they're still together romantically, even through all of this and all these years apart, and they want to work through it. I enjoy that, but um, show me them working mm-hmm. through it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I was really struck by at the end of Redeemed when she she comes back from the little whatever Thresh's thing, and she's asking, are you still here? And she's not asking Lucian, even though he responds, she's asking soul. And when soul kind of confirms that I'm still here, it says that she feels like not alone for the first time in a long time, which I mm. thought was like, it's interesting that they say that, because Lucian is literally right there. Yeah, so that's like, so sad. It is yeah. sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. because so. I think we didn't really talk about it, but their their whole vacation, too, I do feel like they made a point of saying that the only reason they came to that region was because Lucian got a lead on another book oh, yeah, that he thought yeah. might have the solution to her curse. He's, oh. he's very like single-mindedly yeah. like. <laughs> For a second, I was like, yeah, it was like a sequel to a novel he really liked. <laughs> <laughs> they don't print it out in Dalaran anymore. I'm just like, you know, Fifty Shades of Black Mist. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, it's very much. 
you very much get the feeling that Lucian uh, Senna's back, but not the not necessarily the Senna that Lucian wants. He wants like a different version, and he's really trying to find some sort of cure for this curse that might bring that version. So I can definitely see her feeling lonely in the presence. Did she like finally tell him like I I know what the curse is, man? You can stop trying to find books. Maybe, maybe not. Just uh, yeah. That's a good question. Who knows? Maybe the curse is cured now that the soul's gone. I don't fucking know what happened at the end of that cinematic. God, let's not. Let's fucking not. All right. God. We got some AUs, though. All right. I'm I'm gonna grab another glass of wine and a snack. (laughs) She gets started on the AUs because she's in very few AUs, but they're all the fucking most gigantic ones. Yeah, she is part of six AUs. And man, they're doozies. Yeah. <laughs> um, for the record, I just uh, a little shout out to me. Uh, <laughs> Woo, John! Like tooting your own fucking you, horn. You know, <laughs> toot toot. Uh, if you go to Senna's wiki page and look at all her skins, she does not have a Star Guardian skin there. I looked at all her skins and was like, huh. I swear to God, she was part of the Star Guardian events so that I went had to go to the Star Guardian AU page. And I was like, ah, there she is. It's not on her my... page for some reason. But, Great. But I knew. See, that's called not being asleep at the wheel. You, mm-hmm. you, you took the initiative. To, you're proactive. <laughs> Paying fucking Kind of. Attention. I didn't update the wiki, so I guess I'm not. But <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, you're only one man, right? Yeah, like... Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So... First AU she's part of is True Damage. What is True Damage? Man, True Damage is the future. It's a collective of the best artists from around the world coming together with the best collaboration to make the best hip-hop music. We're five steps ahead of the game, and everyone else has got to catch up. Dope. This one's True Damage Senna. Senna rose to fame with her stunning vocal range and iconic sense of style. But when a shady adversary from her past imprisoned her in a restrictive record deal that took away her creative <laughs> independence. You gotta go get Rebecca back for that bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, I know, right? I, I should have waited. No, it's fine. It's too late. It's too late. She missed it. Uh... Uh, she vanished from the spotlight. After years of living in the shadows, she now emerges as the lead singer of True Damage, with her mind set on defining her legacy on her own terms. And this has a prestige skin. Having topped the charts once more, Senna finds herself in the familiar space of fame and celebrity. Between cosmetics deals and fashion shows, she offers a clear message to fans and haters alike. Don't call it a comeback. Senna's been here for years. Sweet. Sweet. I'm loving the hashtag free Senna situation we had going on there for a moment. Right. <laughs> Get her out of the conservatorship. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, now we've got two cinematics for this. Technically three, actually. Uh, so, first one is Breakout, which is uh, a badass CG skin trailer with teasers for the music video, because this was released before the music video was actually released. Okay. You kind of get, like, snippets of giants in the background. Um, oh. It's pretty neat. Uh, and then you've got the Giants music video, which is a badass music video. 
Uh, Senna is performed by Kiki Palmer, who hadn't yet hit her level of nope fame, so it's pretty exciting to get. Um, I always forget that's her. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to add this to the cinematics list, the 2019 World's Opening Ceremony. There's no uh, lore here, just a live performance, but like, fucking go watch it if you haven't seen it. Like, go watch it. It is the most incredible technical achievement ever for an opening ceremony. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm counting it as a cinematic because they're just fucking... Because it's a cinematic. It's so good. But live. Yeah. Yeah, that one was pretty good. Now that I'm mm-hmm. thinking about it. Um, and then she's in a comic, technically. Uh, <laughs> uh, Harmonies. Tensions are high in the KDA recording booth, and everybody needs a break. Uh, Seraphine's feeling super out of her depth, so Akali takes her on a motorcycle ride and tells her the story about how she started True Damage and how conflict is necessary to find the best versions of themselves. And we get a bunch of behind-the-scenes panels here of uh, her and True Damage. We get a bunch of Senna, uh, you know, kind of recording booth shots here. Hmm. Not just a poster on the wall. Whoa. Yeah, no. Big step. <laughs> <laughs> now we got High Noon. Gunslingers and lawmen ride beneath the merciless sun of the high frontier, chasing survival and salvation in equal measure. Heaven is rubble, hell is empty, and all the devils are here. And this one is High Noon Senna. Once the greatest gunslinger on the continent, Senna's life... Uh, would have ended when her heart was torn out by the devil, save for the intervention of a higher authority, mysteriously resurrected with the heart of an angel and a demonic steed. She has returned to the West to restore the balance of heaven and hell, however she sees fit. Yeah. Uh, And she's (laughs) part of two short stories here. Uh, The Stranger on the Road, which is a Talon story where... He just references the Gunslinger's revival, and he's talking about Senna. Uh, and then in The Man with the Grinning Shadow, which is a Lucian story, we get to see a lot about kind of uh, Lucian and Senna's backstory here. So Lucian gets called to take down a devil, Thresh, but he knows he can't do it alone, and he needs Senna for backup. So we get their backstory and how she was the chief marshal, and they met during a bar shootout. He was so impressed and taken with her that he decides to hunt monsters for the government to join her. Also, this... that's how you impress a mm. impress a lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh... Now, this is not technically a first breath of creation, but this is what's said about Thresh. <clears throat> Before spoken word could give shape <laughs> to his name, <laughs> all living things knew his face—the skull of a beast. Hateful and burning, gazing balefully down upon them. So, I mean, it's pretty close. Man, this story is so fucking cool. Like, I... Fucking High Noon is so fucking good. I, I read this at this point, and I know it's mostly Lucian, but, like, if you're not... If you've not read this, you're actively fucking up, I will say right now. <laughs> like, and that includes past me. Because, like, damn, is so... like. When they're talking about Thresh, they're talking about how like he's one of like the primordial gods that survived every other god dying oh, and yeah. just like feast because he's so full of like the desire to destroy and feast on their corpses and flesh and shit. It is, 
damn, it's fucking cool. I also really like the little bar fight with Cinna and Lucian because, like, Cinna's got, in my mind, a little bit more of like a. She's a little more fun. She's got a little bit more of like a, a I guess, poppy personality. Person. <laughs> a little more personality. Like, she, like, they meet kind of just randomly during this bar fight, and she's kind of like got a few snappy lines to him and, like, just takes his gun and is like, well. I'll give it back to you if you survive. You know, excuse me, and just goes on to do her shooting or whatever. There, it's is it is kind of is a nice little meet cute for those two. You know, yeah. it's kind of fun. <laughs> it was very cool. I and, love- and I think that scene was also important because it 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 set her up to be like a super badass. Yeah. Um, because before that scene, Lucian was set up to be a super badass, and in that scene, it's kind of clear that like okay. Senna's way cooler than Lucian. He <laughs> yeah. might be the second best gunslinger, but she's the first. They say that, yeah. Uh, and like AU, he can't. And which it's impact like that has even more of an impact when they finally do face off against Thresh for the first oh, time. Dog, because yeah. <laughs> uh, so this fight, it said, let's see, it lasts seconds before he slices open Lucian's gun arm so he can't fire anymore, and then cuts Senna's throat seconds <laughs> yeah you were talking earlier about like oh thrush is really powerful but in here it really communicates because it's like they show up yeah just like, yeah like you said it's it's great it's so visceral in like the description yeah. of it yeah because like going up to him too there's like just caravans that have been destroyed leading up to him because he passed some caravans on the way and there's just like skinned bodies everywhere and it looked like he took out his he cut senna's throat and he took out a knife and uh, he was gonna skin Senna too, but then he was like, mm, "Never mind. I'm gonna make a deal instead. Like, how would you like to trade me your soul for her life?" And Solution was like, "Yeah, okay, definitely." So Thresh was like, "Cool." Took his soul and then fucking ripped Senna's heart out. <laughs> right? He's such a prick. <laughs> what a meanie pants. I know. Right? He's such a jerk. Uh. So, throughout the story, basically, since then, Lucian's been trying to find a way to contact Senna from beyond the veil. Um, but, so that that's kind of what he was trying to do in this story. He was trying, he heard that there was a, someone who could talk to people from beyond the veil. Turned out it was a trap. It was Karthus. He gets attacked and shit. But, ultimately, after reading Senna's bio in this anyway, it doesn't matter, because it turned out Senna got revived. <laughs> so, but they haven't reunited yet in the AU, as far as I'm aware. I would love for them to write a Senna piece in this in this AU and progress yes. this because it's so fucking cool. I Everyone who is in this AU needs their own piece just so <laughs> yeah. we can get more pieces in this fucking AU. You know, yeah, say true. we can have the the animated TV show revolve around them. That's Dude, true. <laughs> we, Urgot, Urgot shows up, and the way they're describing Urgot is so fucking. Co- I wish I had like the the lines about him, um, and I would love to see that depicted in some some way on a screen. Because it's so yeah. fucking cool. I can't. I can't you know what I'd be better. down with? If they, if Riot doesn't release an animated show based on High Noon, I'd love a tabletop RPG Ooh. that take place at High Noon. Absolutely, oh, that'd be fun. Uh, yeah, I love a weird that'd West be badass. type, type mm-hmm. setting. Yeah. Okay. Now she also shows up in Project. Luckily, she's not in any of the stories, so this one was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Among the megastructures and packed streets of a future controlled by global corporations, a shadow war rages between rebellious augmented humans and newly empowered artificial beings. The winners will shape the course of history, and the losers will be forced to evolve. This one's Project Senna. 
A project volunteer who supposedly died during the elevation of her consciousness said his mind was decoupled from the physical world and escaped into cyberspace, becoming a digital ghost inhabiting a body of her own design as Mordekaiser assumed control of the city. She's one of the few who understands the true threat of his ever-expanding directives. So so she's not software anymore she's got like an actual body now that she has kind okay. of a, a body she designed yeah okay just making sure i got it got it out, got it straight <laughs> so hot in this one yeah and <laughs> now this one has a bit of conflicting information so program camille has a taunt to project lucian that implies that project senna was once a genetic rebel that was killed by camille however uh her her biography kind of disputes that mm-hmm. hmm. Hmm. okay is that just because uh, like Lucian was like in the first wave of stuff and they kind of maybe changed it way later? Yeah, that were... happened a lot, actually. Lucian was in a lot of these AUs before Senna became a champion. So then Senna got added to a lot of the AUs and, uh, you know, they had to work around some shit because mm-hmm. most of most of Lucian's uh, bios in these had something to do with Senna. So then they yeah. needed to try to find a way to make her cool in the AUs and not just like the dead wife in all of them. <laughs> <laughs> the dead wife, but she's ice. <laughs> Talk about frigging, huh? On fire. Then <laughs> uh, uh. we got Eclipse. Long ago, an order of monastic knights slew the vile gods of the old world using esoteric powers granted by the moon and sun. Now the world has grown dark and violent as those selfsame deities prepare their return, challenged only by the light of the eclipse. This one is Lunar Eclipse Senna. An ancient knight, long thought dead, freed from the eclipse cathedral's catacombs as Kale began to stir from her ancient slumber. Senna now aids her knighthood against the new threat of the coven, saving whoever she can from the resurrected old gods, though she remains ever vigilant as the Sun Eater's return is now inevitable. Hmm. And she has a prestige skin here, too. Burning up the runway in a look inspired by an ancient (laughs) order of magical knights, Senna brings a cold but determined energy to the gala proceedings. Evil beware. These looks can kill. I've never and seen And kill this. again. I've never seen this I don't this normally one. like the prestige skins, but I like this one. Normally like- the prestige skins lore are like a continuation. Yeah, right? <laughs> this this isn't Victorious. Not this one. Yeah, I was going to say, this sounds like the Victorious one. <laughs> I like her shades in the base one. Yeah. Also, I never knew she had a bewitching skin. What the fuck? This is the base one. Mm, yeah, yeah. When did she get a bewitching skin? Probably pretty recently. Yeah, it must be. It was. It was 2022. It's with the Anivia. I've never seen this. I want it. <laughs> Will this go on sale again in October? Probably. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> Sorry. I love Senna, and I love the bewitching skins, and I never knew she fucking had one. Literally never seen it. Well, let's get to bewitching then. <gasps> Who said witches can't have fun? Whoever it was, they're probably a frog now. Or some other cursed vermin, doomed to forever wander the streets watching the Eve celebrations from afar. Pretty harsh punishment, but what did you expect? They may know how to throw a party, but at the end of the night, they're still witches. This one's bewitching Senna. When she was just a young witch, a warlock bound Senna's soul to a tome of spells, hoping to rid himself of her rising power. 
but her time spent disembodied only made her stronger. While others party, the overly serious Senna searches for ghouls and ghosts, planning to send them to the grave. Again. Ah, I love her. Look at her little glasses. (laughs) I want it. (laughs) I want it now. I want it now, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've never seen this. Buck wild. All right. You have to buckle up for this one. Stargard. I gotta find it. I, it's not on her wiki. I, told I know. You. Yeah. You're gonna have to look deep. <laughs> I'll just Google Star Guardian. You're gonna have to look deep in a mud town for that one. <laughs> Y'all are fucking disgusting. Uh, stop talking about buttholes. <laughs> uh, have you checked your butthole? Beat it, bat up, butthole. So this is Star Ancient enemies appear in a Valoran city scarred by Zoe's invasion, now defended by a new generation of Star Guardians. As darkness gathers in the skies above, Kaisa and Akali prepare their untested squad for a fight with forces beyond their comprehension, and the true threat that awaits beyond. So this is Star Guardian Senna. Years spent battling the darkness alone has emboldened Senna's resolve, but it also hardened her emotions. After all, when you're a Star Guardian, you know losing loved ones is inevitable. Senna's resilient demeanor hides a more sensitive side. She enjoys a good romantic manga as much as fighting any old <laughs> interdimensional threat. She alone has the strength to carry a massive gun and provide much-needed tough love if the situation calls for it. Just don't expect a heart-to-heart. And her magical medium is named uh, Giru, I think it's pronounced. He's very She angry. probably has quotes about it, but I, I mm. didn't look them up, so I'm going to go with Giru. Sure. Senna always says that she's a team of one, but that's doing Giru a disservice. When there's blood in the water, it dives right in, eager to get a piece of the action. Now that they're teaming up, this lone shark may need some time to get used to the new pack. It's not fond of sharing its food, so keep your paws away from its mango sticky rice. Which is also Senna's favorite food in this AU. Little angry shark. He's a little angry shark. (laughs) Um... Now, there's a few cinematics she's a part of here. First one is Everything Goes On, which uh, is the Cole Porter uh, music video. Porter Robinson, Cole Porter. Porter Robinson, (laughs) definitely not Cole Porter. It's a very, very different person. I want a Cole Porter Robinson mashup. (laughs) Make that shit happen. Y'all have lost me. I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. He's like a... like a, is it composer, Cole, would you say? like Cole you know. Porter? Yeah. I'll Google it. You can keep going. Old-timey music. Yeah, old-timey. Um, old-people um. music. <laughs> uh, so she, Seraphine, and Oriana are part of Zaya's team, and they kind of help her through her grief over losing Rakan, and they keep her from accidentally jumping off a building when she's chasing a Rakan's feather in a weird dream state. So good on y'all. That's good. It's helpful. Yeah. Uh, and then she's part of the New Dreams. Uh, it's basically a series of video blogs from Zaya's team. Uh, so Seraphine's got a, a blog where she catches Senna reading a Jarvan Shivana romance manga. Ah! And then she's uh, <laughs> um, then she's training on the roof, shooting little Teemo target dummies, and she does fifty percent damage. And then Senna shoots it and does two hundred and fifty percent damage. Oh wow! Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. Little Mary Sue over here. <laughs> and, and then in Ori's video blog, Senna gets caught watching Ori practice her dancing. Um, and then Ori tries to place it off like, no, I'm just training. But Senna's like, you're allowed to do things for just like for fun. Um, and then there's a big fight in Talkers, who is uh, Oriana's ball in this AU, but is also an owl. <laughs> Uh, he sacrifices himself to do a big explosion that kills all the enemies. Um, so, but she's trying to repair him, and Senna's giving her support while trying to repair him. Um, and in Senna's blog, she goes to the roof where Seraphine has called her up, and she sees Seraphine do 250% damage to the dummy she's been practicing. Uh, and then Seraphine's asking questions about a manga that uh, she's been reading, and she's like, so this princess just looks for the prince the whole time and Senna's like they're in love it's like star-crossed risk it all love it's just like and then Ori says Zaya and then they look up and notice that Zaya's listening to the conversation from outside the door and she starts crying and runs away oh my god and then when they catch up to her she's like what if I can't save him and Senna's like that's not how the story ends you convinced me time to convince yourself (laughs) Fuck yeah. I'm really feeling it, John. Yeah. Uh, and then she's in a set of comics called Starcrossed, uh, where Senna is the first Star Guardian that Zaya recruits for her new team. Uh, when they meet, she's just destroying a really strong shadow monster, and Zaya is very impressed. But Senna is not interested in a team up because she's fine on her own. Um, but then. And Zaya's like, yeah, but I need help. <laughs> um, and then she also mentions that she's come back from death and darkness, and she's trying to save someone else from the same fate. And Senna becomes much more interested. She's like, I didn't realize we could bring people back from the dead. You're saying you were dead and you're back now? Tell me more. <laughs> um, so she's clearly also lost someone, and she's a big romantic who loves the manga, so uh, she joins Next, they go to recruit Seraphine. She's a bit cheery for Senna's tastes, but she's strong. A big monster comes out, and they team up to kill it. And at one point, Seraphine throws glitter at Senna to shield her. That's how her shield works with the Star That's Party. fantastic. <laughs> Senna is not a fan. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. Senna also has a line in this fight to the bad guy. It says, are you winning, big guy? <laughs> Imagine that was probably a popular meme at the time. <laughs> is it not still? <laughs> what year is it? I'm so old. God, are we just real quick? Are we going to get Star Guardian Lucian? Because I want it now so bad. Hopefully, right? You gotta get uh, out of that lamp. The, no, what? You wild get rift, out of that. Wild lamp. Rift is going to get it. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I think most of these were Wild Rift exclusives. Zaya's team, as opposed to yeah. Um, also the in-game event was also Wild Drift exclusive um, so yeah then they go to find Oriana who's practicing emotions because she used to be a robot but is now a star guardian love her so much mm. uh, they uh, another big fucking enemy comes out so they team up and fight it <laughs> and then they try to teach Oriana why love is the most powerful force in the universe is it though it is if okay. you're a star guardian <laughs> star in love <laughs> you got that locked and loaded dude. Me, yeah. 
I had to read a lot of this comic, okay? <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> He's a star guardian. <laughs> Truly. I'm an honorary star yeah, guardian you're now. Yeah, okay. uh, So they're all fighting in the city, the same city where the other star guardians are doing their thing with fiddlesticks. Um, and Rakan is there. Zaya gets sloppy and Senna saves her. Uh, then they're being overrun, and Ari and MF come to save the day. Uh, MF compliments Senna's gun, and she tells her, it eats souls. <laughs> eats souls really cool. sounds like eats old. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I know. Deep. Riot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, there's a big confrontation with all the Guardians, and Rakan, Senna uses her mist to hide them while they strategize. Uh, then Zaya just decides to 1v1 him with love! <laughs> and they save him. Uh, Senna stays friends with everyone after the fact and continues reading her romance mangas. Good for her. And then, Garen Katarina next. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's intricate level uh, shit. Yeah, yeah. She oh, started God, with Garen Katarina and then moved right. on to J4 Shivana, and then they're going to move on from there to... Um, God, what's, what's his aunt's name? Let's see what? What's his aunt's name? Jarvin? Garen's aunt. Oh, oh, oh Tiana. To... Tiana, yeah. Tiana. So it's it's going to be... Uh, no, she's going to Lux Silas. Ti- Tiana Sinjao. It's my pairing. Shiana. Shinana. Who knows? The Shinana Chronicles. The Shinana Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> Next on MTV. <laughs> We're so fucking old. <laughs> That that show's not that old. That's from like 2017 or some shit. Yeah, but you know it from the books that came out. Well, yeah, because the books are awesome. <laughs> Maybe I haven't read them in a while. Uh, so then finally, there's a visual novel called Another Sky, which was the Wild Rift exclusive version of the one that we got in the client with uh, Kaisa and Akali's team, uh, which is basically just like a way more in-depth version of the story in the comic. Of note, Seraphine and Senna once blow off training to play Valorant. Why? Mm. <laughs> They're also trying it's to fast. Get it's fun. <laughs> it's fast. It's fun. It's <laughs> neither of those things. <laughs> Do they also get matched up with a bunch of level two hundreds or whatever? <laughs> We're referencing some. Uh, ex- uh, no, actually, it's not a Patreon content anymore. Just That's true. Yeah. When we all try to play Valorant, it was bad. We got another one coming. We do. We yeah. did try again. We did a little better. <laughs> Mm. I think I was high, so I don't. <laughs> I was probably in a better mood. Uh, you, yeah. A little, yeah. <laughs> Shut up, John. It's a low bar. <laughs> Y'all ready for some fun facts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Mm. Uh, so Senna is voiced by Cynthia K. McWilliams in both League of Legends and Legends of Runeterra, as well as uh, most of the cinematics. Um, same thing with High Noon Senna. John's a big fan. Hi, I'm a big fan. Hi. Hi, Cynthia. <laughs> John, I'm right fucking here. <laughs> it's fine. She would never say anything to, to me. That's true. Uh, fun fact, um, in Runeterra, before Cinna was an actual champion card, she existed, but not as a champion card. She was just a... There's, so there are champions, and then there are followers, and she was a follower. Um, oh. So she was voiced by someone different in that card, and it's supposed to be her pre-Lantern. Oh, yeah, no. Kimberly Brooks. Yeah. Mm. Oh, did I, did I snipe one of your, your other ones? Wow. Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I went to all the I don't even care. I'm not even upset. <laughs> you haven't been talking <laughs> exclusively for the last, like, 35 minutes because of all the fucking AUs. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep, that's fun. That's fun. <laughs> that's my fun uh, fact. That's the that's one I got. One. Uh, it was one of the product goals from the beginning to introduce Senna for the 10-year anniversary of League. Oh. I think they nailed it pretty well. I think that was a really solid mm-hmm. like yeah. lineup of release. And, and yeah, that 10-year that you know? anniversary shit was so good. Mm-hmm. We were in... Uh, we were in Iceland at the time. I remember oh, I was like checking my phone, yeah. getting all these notifications like, oh, fucking Runeterra's finally out. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Man. I didn't even know if they were going to keep working on that shit. <laughs> Just throw it, <laughs> chuck it in the icebox, right? Yeah. That was a long... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Senna is a support marksman because Riot felt like she should be a marksman since she had owned a gun like Lucian, but she should also be able to lane with him. So that's why. I could see. I, I like that. Yeah. Mm. Sure. Uh, Riot hosted a Senna dome uh, before her release where multiple artists could contribute to brainstorming design ideas. Mm. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Did they ever. I would. I assume they didn't. But I they think were... they do have a lot of like oh, really? uh, of that concept art. Yeah. Ooh, I'll have to check that out then. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then several iterations of Senna's development kit include uh, a version where she was dual wielding pistols and had 500 range. I can't visualize that. I know. A version of her ultimate that would allow her to blink after every attack. Oh my god. <laughs> a version of her passive that granted her infinitely stacking per uh, percent maximum health damage. They couldn't do that. They were like, the tank man has got to get rolling in. We can't. Uh, and then an iteration of Piercing Darkness that healed minions and turrets. Oh, weird. Which I feel like was, uh, it's something that you don't get. Uh, Alistar used to have that shit. Yeah, yeah he could heal. Oh my god, you're to right. To really like, you would fuck, fuck up enemies' people. last hits, but you yeah. don't really get that as much anyway. Oh, that yeah. would have been fun. I never would have utilized it properly because I suck at League, but. The turret thing makes me think of like Fortify. Remember that old one? Mm, yeah, yeah. Get that little fun shield time. and attack speed increase and all that shit. Swap <laughs> on. Uh, piercing Darkness is inspired by Lucian's Piercing Light. Mm. And Absolution is inspired by Thresh's Damnation. Mm. Uh, both granting infinite scaling stats with uh, one each of these stats usually being increased with growth. Like normally like uh, Senna, you know, normally people get attack power just naturally when they level up but senna doesn't she only gets it through her passive and thresh you know people normally get armor through leveling up but he doesn't he only gets it through his passive gathering souls and shit mm-hmm. um senna was given a cannon due to league previously lacking a railgun fantasy <laughs> um as well as to have a vastly different silhouette from lucian mm. sure uh, a teaser for Senna would cover both Summoner's Rift Fountains in Black Mist at the game start before she came oh, out. Oh, that would have been cool. fun to see. I wasn't playing at the time. Uh, we mentioned this already, but Senna's theme was composed by Crystal Method, who also did Lucian's theme. Uh, Senna is one of 14 champions that have an ability that infinitely stacks in effect. She's still fucking busted, dude. Senna. <laughs> I feel like they never correctly balanced her, really. Uh, and then since Senna was present in lore before her release it also means that she was present in multiple AUs um, at least High Noon and Project before Mm -hmm. she was actually released or had skins in them yeah Uh, Senna is the second champion that cannot increase a stat through leveling up so Thresh is the only other one who does that Um, 
if Senate and Thresh are played on opposing teams, a quest will trigger. Mm. Uh, so the in-game quest consists of one killing the other, and if you do so, you will earn the opposing champion's stack of souls. Mm. You won't steal them from them. You'll just gain extras. That's that feels, cool. Yeah, still feels pretty significant. I could be mm-hmm. wrong. That's pretty it cool. Seems strong. Yeah. Uh, and then Senna has among one of the longest attack frames in game at 0.5 seconds, while most champions are between 0.2 and 0.3. I cancel which you it. Really feel I cancel it all the <laughs> fucking time, dude. And I played like a good amount of Senna at this point, and I cancel her fucking auto attacks all the time. Especially if you like, if you play back to back Senna games or something like that, so you don't have that attack speed anymore, and you're playing mm. a new one, and you're like, oh right, it takes me eight seconds to auto attack something. Sure. Yeah, now, sure. I could be wrong about this. Mm. This is just a fun fact of my own that I'm just kind of pulling out of thin right, air. <laughs> I think she might be tied for being in the most cinematics. Or not mm. cinematics. Uh, tied for being in the most comics. Oh. Mm. I mean, Now I'm trying to think of who's in the most comics. So she's in three now mm. between Star Guardian um kda and the, oh, okay. the canon um, yeah. sentinel and sentinels that's, that's the christmas <laughs> one <laughs> and i think the only other person who's in three is a collie in oh. the zed comics the kda ones and also the uh she also shows up in the um star guardian one mm at the very the very last frame of the star guardian when she shows up <laughs> in on it yeah that's you might be right i i certainly don't know i'm trying to th- i'm racking my brain right now trying to think but there's not a lot of crossover on that like zed one for example yeah hmm. Hmm. yeah you know, i would i'm just thinking i i thought like we wouldn't have to do all this again until yorick but now thresh we still have Thresh yeah. <laughs> to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> we got all the S's to That's go through, though. S's, it's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, any final Senna thoughts? I feel like we ragged on her a little bit, but um, I don't hate her by any means. I liked Redeem no. as a story. And, uh, I think I like we had her some criticism. and her themes. But... I, would like a, I would like a good... Another story... To the quality of redeemed, mm. um, maybe like a little bit later though. Kind of touching on the where is she now, especially after Viego, because that was we know two yeah. things: one, like Viego was a big driving force in her lore, and two, that Viego is not gone forever. Yeah. Um, well, that, like, what is she doing now? Yeah, I wonder if like a, I don't know when they're going to touch on this, but it sounds like Neela is going to be the next thing that kind of comes into play mm-hmm. with them yeah yeah we'll see or or not if or we, not if, 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 if uh, we'll see I, i'm okay with riot taking a break from this for a while yeah. in favor of a void event so i think they are too <laughs> i'm cool with that yeah. yeah i think they're also good of it uh yeah but that was senna Thank you for listening. And thank you, John, for doing... You always yeah, do uh, work, the man. most reading, but today, or this uh, Senate was really, yeah, really a fucking huge one. Keep, yeah. So thank you. You had a few late nights there. You slept several hours today, I feel like, <laughs> to like recuperate <laughs> from your late nights. Damn, yeah. Son. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little rough. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, 
but it's anyway. worth it for you all <laughs> <laughs> we have a twitter it's at loreheads and a twitch twitch.tv slash loreheads john's streaming there on saturdays usually doing some tft um and then we'll do some arams uh sometimes <laughs> well john will always do it yeah, sometimes do i join tft and arams with the with yeah with chat too so if you like yeah if you want to jump if you want to join in stop by let me know in chat and i'll get you in on some games yeah and he's a you were a diamond tft player for a bit there so he's pretty good at tft if you ever want to jump in and learn a little bit more yeah he's, and i haven't had much time to play this season but i'm plat two right yeah now. you're high up already even with you know half-assing it i feel like and you're still plot too <laughs> it's just buck wild to me <laughs> so if you want to learn a little bit more about tft uh john's always answering questions and and explaining what he's doing and whatnot so yeah um we have a youtube as well we've been posting a lot of clips and uh you know all the videos for these episodes things like that and we have a discord if you ever want to chat jump in and chat with a bunch of other lore fans <laughs> and we have a patreon uh i'm oh my god i keep forgetting to edit the mario episode i'm so sorry by the time this goes up there will be <laughs> a review of super mario brothers the movie you know the one everyone's talking about from the 90s <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of other random little reviews and things like that on there thank you so much to all of our patrons mm, but a very special thank you to our madarda tier patrons big man gnomes chloe things John is a sexy egg, King of Hearts, <laughs> Shupa Moustache, and Trideka. If you were all stuck in Thresh's Lantern, I would rescue you, too, and um, I wouldn't be weird about your curse. It's cool. <laughs> You'd be He'd cool be weird. With me. He's weird about it. I love you just the way you are. <laughs> <laughs> And please be sure to join us next week. We are going to talk about who I think the um, the ultimate fan favorite champion is in League of Legends. The starry-eyed songstress, Seraphie.